and welcome to the 12th and final episode of the Parent and I podcast for 2019. I'm Emma and this month I'm joined by our wonderful parent and education manager, Shirley. How are you, Shirley? I'm great. Thank you, Emma. Good. So it's the most wonderful time of the year, Shirley, isn't it? Well, so they keep telling us. So they tell us, so they tell us. Um, but the reality is that Christmas comes for many pressure or with many pressures for families um, and that can lead to a lot of difficulties. So we're going to spend a little bit of time in this episode looking at conflict and the ways that we can manage that. Yeah. So Shirley, conflict um, in the family is hard at any time. Of course it is. Um, but over Christmas it can become a little bit more intensified mm-hmm. and emotions are heightened. So what are some of the things that can cause conflict within families, first of all? Well, um, around Christmas period, one of the main things that causes conflict is the fact that everybody's in quite a confined environment. They're probably together 24-7, which isn't their normal way of actually functioning as a family. Um, so that in itself can bring some conflict. Um, as well as that, there's people's expectations. Obviously, children and young people have a completely different expectation of what Christmas should be like compared to what parents and other elderly adults and family would reckon it should be. I think, you know, we're all fed this dream that everything should be wonderful and that everything should be sweetness and light and we should all be standing under a massive Christmas tree, all singing glorious you know, uh, songs together, but that isn't really the case. No. Um, and, and in families, when people are thrown together, um, and maybe it's the only time of the year that they actually all do get together, um, they're seeing each other in a completely different light. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And when you've got all the other stresses kind of going on, you're maybe preparing dinner, mm-hmm. um, gifts, kids yeah. maybe fighting over mm-hmm. who gets that toy, him and maybe share that uh-huh. or whatever. Um, you know, you can understand why things would be kind of yes, tense yeah. in the household uh-huh. so when things um maybe do get a little bit um stressful on the day what ways can parents maybe manage some of that well i suppose we're famous here in parenting ni for one thing that we're always encouraging parents to do and that's to stay calm mm-hmm. much easier said than actually done yeah but once you do master that technique it is something that that you can go to and that if you can keep calm you'll find that the situation will actually diffuse much quicker mm-hmm. um i think it's very much about you know uh maybe delegating taking some of that stress away from you as a parent and um, there are all those expectations of what people should be getting what children want as gifts and sometimes even between parents there can be a bit of conflict that arises there mm-hmm. um and what their expectations and that will go back normally to their own experience in their birth family of what Christmases were like um, and if you come from very different backgrounds where maybe in somebody's house it was a case of um, a very relaxed Christmas and in the other house it was something that was quite hectic mm-hmm. when those two worlds collide sometimes that can be a source of conflict in itself yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and so um ways to kind of stay calm then <laughs> <laughs> i i maybe need some of these tips too yeah. how can we how can we maybe bring ourselves back down and, and keep ourselves sort of grounded on christmas day I or think, in general in yeah, general yeah, conflict well, in general one of the main things is remember to breathe uh-huh. sometimes we get caught into all that's going on and we go into that period of what we're actually saying and we don't actually take time to fill our lungs with 
with breath. So sometimes it's nearly about stepping out of the situation mm -hmm. because whenever we are able to do that, we can see things much more clearly and calmly. Mm -hmm. So it may well be that for you, you just need to go off somewhere and have a cup of coffee by yourself. Yeah. Maybe you just need to go and walk around the garden. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have a good friend, maybe you want to go for a walk somewhere. Uh -huh. um, or maybe you just want to chill out in front of a rubbish TV programme yeah. and just leave the stresses and the tidying up to somebody else yeah. for a little while. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Yeah, just take a wee break, a wee yeah. breather. Yeah. Um, take a bit of time for yourself. Yeah, and normally in families, the conflict happens over very minute things. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, somebody else is sitting in my seat and I always sit at the top of the table. You know, that's not the way my mummy made the gravy. Yeah. So it can be those tiny little things that cause the most conflict in families. But certainly there is um, the generational aspect of it where, particularly for young people and for teenagers, they probably want to spend the day with friends and parents probably want them to be staying in the house having a nice family day with all the relations there who um, are coming to visit. Yeah. So, for, so in that case, it's very much about using negotiation and maybe reaching a level of compromise. Yeah, because I was just thinking there when you're saying particularly... I mean, I think about growing up even uh -huh. when you were, you know, a teenager and wanting to go out for New Year's Eve yes, and things yes. like that. Uh -huh. So maybe if parents have um, young people in the house this Christmas um, at any time when they're wanting to go out, what sort of kind of things can they be doing with the kids to maybe, as you say, put mm -hmm. those boundaries in place? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, maybe they could maybe negotiate with the children um, and with the young people in particular. And maybe that's about sort of making a deal and coming to some compromise with them that maybe if they stay you know there for dinner well then they can have some friends over in the evening and they can go to the, their own room and watch something uh, a movie or something or they can play on their games console or whatever it's reaching a level of compromise that's what works for your family mm -hmm. um, and it's not getting caught on with uh, cutting up on what works in some somebody down the street's family yeah your family is unique you know the best way that it's going to work but remember that christmas is about everybody in the family and mm -hmm. um, so it's very much and and also young people are very current Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes we don't give them credit for that. So sometimes giving them a chore, like, you know, can you look after granny? Can you get granda another cup of coffee there? Can you, you know, go and spend time with your younger sister, read her a storybook or play with her there with, with her toys until I get dinner ready? And sometimes if we actually ask in the right way, we'll find that young people are very open to actually helping take some of that stress off us yeah um, and actually end up enjoying themselves mm -hmm. end of the bargain. by giving them a wee bit yeah. of responsibility too and that's a nice thing as well and um, that's a good wee tip um just asking for help yeah. sometimes that's yeah. the hardest thing to do but uh -huh. even if you just say to somebody like mm -hmm. i need a bit of help here in the kitchen or whatever yes, um, yeah. and they will and most of the time people uh -huh. are good and they'll be willing to, to help you out absolutely and i think if you if you have people coming your home or even the people who are in the home it is about delegating those mm -hmm. tasks everybody likes to feel that they've contributed in some way yeah um and you know sometimes when i know certainly in my family if somebody asks you to go come along somewhere and you say what can i bring and they come back with that well you know there's nothing really i've it all sorted yeah but you still feel obliged that you want to contribute in some way. So you probably bring something that's really not practical or that's not going to be eaten or that they don't actually like. So it's much easier to actually say to somebody, could you make soup? Mm -hmm. You know, could you bring a dessert? Mm -hmm. You know, you're not asking somebody to make it. Yeah. Plenty of good things that you can go into the shop and buy now. And also it's a wee bit about um 
you know, stepping into other people's worlds, not mm-hmm. expecting everybody to have the Christmas that you have in your head. Mm-hmm. You know, their ideas, as I say, will be different. So sometimes Christmas is a fantastic opportunity when families are together to maybe spend some quality time with your children um, and with other relatives that maybe you're busy working the rest of the year and you don't actually have that time. We all know that feeling, Emma, of, um, you know, it's January and I'm going to start and next year I'm going to see so-and-so every yeah. fortnight. Yeah. And then we get to March and we think, oh, what actually happened to that? I haven't actually got around uh-huh. to spending time with them or to go and see my Aunt Joan or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's about using that time so that it suits everybody best. Yeah, and remembering that kind of thing as well. I think everybody can get caught up in um as you say the 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 massive expectations of Mm -hmm. christmas um whereas the reality is it is just nice to sometimes Uh spend time together see friends as well that you maybe haven't seen in a while um but when you think about it there's an awful lot of stress and an awful lot of kind of carrying on for just one Uh day um and you mentioned there about come january time um and you have all these maybe and you're enthused about your new year's resolution mm-hmm. or whatever but at the same time in january if there is conflict going on in your home over christmas those things even after the one day is over they might still linger yeah so particularly thinking of people who um may be struggling with their mental health mm-hmm. um or maybe parents who are separated and maybe didn't yeah. get an opportunity to mm-hmm. spend time with their, their family it can be difficult when you get to january and it's very long to the next paycheck and it's dark and dreary outside you kind of still it's it's hard it's hard to kind of look at the positives maybe sometimes yes, yeah um and so maybe if we look at that side of things now what sort of things can we maybe be doing to look after ourselves better come the new year? Well, January is a great time for us to actually make change. Mm-hmm. Um, people feel very motivated. And whether you make a New Year's resolution or whether you just think in, in your mind, this year is going to be a better year than last year was. Um, you know, it's very much about starting off with a clean slate. Okay. So, you know, if something has arisen over the Christmas period, if there has been conflict in the family, Try and resolve it in some manner. Remember, you know, things that were very different at Christmas, people being out of the routine, children being out of the routine of going to nursery or school. You know, there's bound to have been incidents that happen where maybe their behaviour's been a bit more challenging. Um, maybe somebody else in the family has actually given you some advice on how you should be handling your children. Um, but now that the Christmas period has actually settled, Try and resolve that. You know, it's not what you say sometimes, it's how you actually say it. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes uh, being able to um, heal wounds, really, and, you know, maybe saying, you know, I know you were trying to be helpful on Christmas Day when you said, mm-hmm. but, you know, they're my children and I, I'm the one who will decide how they're disciplined or whatever the issue mm-hmm. will actually have been. And, you know, I really appreciate your input. You know, but I'd really value your support if we could try things my way. Okay. You know, yeah. um, and then you know we all have those ideas. Come January, as happens to me every year, <laughs> going to lose weight, going to have dry January, um, all those things that fall by the wayside. Yeah. Um, you know, but it is a starting point, and it's only natural because we have been caught up in the hype. And as you know yourself, Emma, it's getting earlier and earlier every year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Halloween finished this year, and the next thing people had trees up and lights up. Yeah. And maybe that's a reflection of mental health, and that people need that little bit of brightness to lead something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um. But as you say, come January, 
a lot of us are down in the doldrums and we may be affected by the weather, we may be affected by the, the daylight mm-hmm. um, and it's worth if that's happening to you on a regular basis, maybe getting that checked out with your GP. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there are things that you can do with your do for yourself. Mm-hmm. So maybe some of those things that we should be doing are to be easy on ourselves. We're, we're doing a good enough job yeah. and sometimes that's fine not to have those expectations where we have to be the per- perfect parent or we have to run the perfect family. Mm-hmm. Um, just we're ticking along and everything's going pretty much okay. Yeah. But some of those things we talked about earlier are still things that we can do in January. Uh-huh. Meeting up with friends, having a, a bit of a chat, maybe making a plan for next year. If you find this year very stressful, um, as lots of families will be doing this year, particularly, um, you know, with a view to, to sort of finances and things. Yeah. Try and make some sort of plan for next year, putting something, however small, away in a jar so that you can see it growing can sometimes give us a bit of peace of mind. Yeah. And um, that we actually think we're working towards something and that we're in control. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that we need to feel to actually help improve our, our mental health. Yeah. Um, but getting out and about, you know, January's a lovely time to actually, if the kids are still off school, doing some of those silly things that children absolutely love to do and that maybe we don't take enough time to do as adults. So, you know, putting their boots on, letting them jump in the puddle, jumping along in the puddle with them, yeah. going for nice walks, you know, clearing your, your head in the fresh air mm-hmm. um, and remembering that breathing and, you know, the, the breath, you know, counting to ten before yeah. we actually jump into things. Yeah, just taking a bit of time yeah. before you, yeah. you, you yeah. decide what you're going to do. Yeah. yeah, And if you do feel a bit down, you know, if it's a significant level, as I say, it's worth just having a chat with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but also remembering that it's quite normal to feel a bit like that after mm-hmm. any sort yeah. of anticipation and celebration that we come down to earth with a bit of a bang and that we can't feel quite flat afterwards. Yeah, there's a bit of a kind of coming down period. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that's a good reminder. It's, it's, it is good to be kind of reminded that, do you know what? Every family can experience mm-hmm. conflict. Absolutely. You're not, uni- you're not unique uh-huh. and, and everybody does does feel yeah. a wee bit down from yeah. time to time but it's maybe just how you manage it yeah, yeah. and you had mentioned there about maybe parents who are separated mm-hmm. and you know um i think one of the things to remember is that not every parent will have the opportunity to see their child over the christmas period mm-hmm. maybe that's been the biggest source of conflict over mm-hmm. christmas for them um but you know as you said it's only one day mm-hmm. and that day doesn't have to be on the 25th of december yeah so if you're not seeing your child until a week, ten days afterwards, have another Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. do you do your celebration there? Tell your child that this is, you know, this is our our day that we're going to be together, just as you know, Christmas Day was when you spent with the other parent. Yeah. This is our special day. Yeah. Um, and other things that you can do whenever you're separated are maybe to um just let your child know that you were thinking about them. Mm-hmm. So you know, even taking a couple of photographs of you, you know, whenever you're watching telly or whenever you're you're with other family members and saying, you know, when we were having dinner, I was thinking about you, and I was I was thinking how lovely it would be, and and you know how you, were you enjoying yourself and mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also an opportunity to start new traditions. Yeah. You know, so it may well be um, that if this is the first year that you find yourself separated from your child, that this will be a new something that you'll want to put a new tradition in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we always have a celebration exactly a week after Christmas yeah. Day or yeah. whenever it may well be. Mm-hmm. Or we take time before Christmas to actually 
make something um you know something to put on the tray or maybe buns or something that you're going to do that becomes a wee tradition in your family or we go to a certain place you know we go to a certain um park or mm-hmm. maybe we um if our budgets allow us we go to the cinema together or something like that yeah yeah that's great charlie thank you so much for taking the time to all. talk to me and give some great tips and have um, a nice christmas there. yes absolutely and um, whilst we were talking there i was just thinking too um that because it is such a, a heightened period for a lot of parents and having the kids at home everybody's off work all the kids are at, off school too and it kind of does get a bit tense and you get a bit of cabin fever sometimes parents you might be thinking of it could do with a little bit of support as well in the new year Um, it's worth noting that um i'm sure you're a parent education manager so you'll be able mm-hmm. to um talk to us a wee bit about this but um we will have a lot of programs running in the new year as well they're starting mm-hmm. in january we've got a um new load of parenting your team programs yes, we have indeed we have a whole stack coming out right across all the trust areas in northern ireland mm-hmm. and they'll be starting mid to late january yeah and if that's something that would be of interest to you and particularly if you find yourself in that conflict situation with your young person come along it's a fantastic program mm-hmm. conflict in the family is one of the issues that's dealt with in the program um, and you find it really beneficial. We also have walking on eggshells programs, yeah. um, which are programs that are specifically um, designed to help parents who are experiencing a level of violence from their child or young person mm-hmm. or very manipulative behaviour. Um, and again, they'll be starting at the end of January. Um, we also have parenting challenge and behaviour programs. Um, we have keeping your cool programs, parent apart programs. There's lots of things and you can find all the details on our website. Yes, absolutely. Um, so be sure to go and check that out. It's www.parentingni.org. Um, so all that's left to say is a very Merry Christmas to you. We hope you enjoy your break um, as much as you can do and uh, take care of yourselves. We will be back in the new year with new episodes of the Parenting NI podcast um, and lots of new topics and different things to get into discussion with. So thank you again, Shirley. Not at all. Thank you, Emma. Okay, all the best. Thank you. Bye. Bye.